Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Underground for Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 333, the Palindrome episode. KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me. We're doing a video call that you guys are going to be able to see clips of because we're innovative uh, and we're doing the damn thing. But joining me following a very frustrating Memorial Day sports-wise, Mr. Richie Riv 23. Richie Rivera. Hello. What's going on? Uh, a lot of yelling is going to be done tonight. That's for sure. We're going to talk about that the is. Sixers game four against the Wizards. We're going to talk about the Phillies just making me want to throw my head through platform nine and three quarters, but it not being magical. So my head just hits a brick wall and uh, we're going to do a lot of yelling. So be prepared because it was a frustrating day in the world of Philadelphia sports. But before we get started, as always, guys, show brought to you by our amazing local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Richie, I got to tell you, I uh I typically don't ha- I I'd rather have it than have it and not need it than need it and not have it and Tomahawk Shades always has you covered with their warranty program. I actually had to file for a uh, a warranty program with Tomahawk because for some reason I think one of my blue light glasses grew a pair of legs and walked on out. I don't know where they went to. Uh but I filed through the warranty program easiest warranty filing i have ever done in my life tomahawk shades has you guys covered all you have to do is pay for the the replacement shipping literally so easy and the coolest part our promo code works on the warranty program so you can get a discounted warranty payment ridiculous it's so stupid and tomahawk shades has you guys hooked up for this memorial day weekend and going into the summer Pretty sure it's still active by the time you guys are listening to this. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Get the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, everything in between. When you go to check out, use code MDW. You're going to get 50% off your purchase at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code MDW for 50% off. Or you can use our code anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Promo code USP. Get 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com plus free domestic shipping on all orders. Every single, every single order, free domestic shipping at TomahawkShades.com. Shout out to the homies for making us look styling and profile and heading into the summer. And of course, another way to be styling and profiling going into the summer is making sure you don't have any bush in your pants. And our friends at Manscaped, the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, are making sure you guys 
are fresh and clean going into the summer months. The lawnmower 4.0 is here. That thing looks like it just landed from the moon. So go get your hands on the lawnmower 4.0, all the new performance packages that Manscaped has to offer. They've got you covered. You can use our code USP to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use code USP. Don't have a bush in your pants this summer. Stay fresh, stay clean with our friends at Manscaped. And Richie, I I said this on our last podcast. I I threw Matt a curveball because he wasn't aware, but our sponsors are going into the summertime ready to roll. And our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, proud sponsor of Underground Sports Philadelphia, are doing just that. They just released the Vodka Soda Variety Pack. They are in the Vodka Soda game. They got the Black Cherry, the Pineapple, the Orange, and the Lemon Cucumber Mint all in this Variety Pack. You can get your hands on that right now at statesidevodka.com. It's super affordable. It goes toe-to-toe with all of the other vodka sodas that are out there, those big name brands. But Stateside Vodka, no added sugars. It's gluten-free, kosher, all that good stuff, real juice, real Stateside Vodka. It's the best in the game, 95 calories. You can't beat it. Stay refreshed and in the game with our friends at Stateside Vodka all summer long with the vodka sodas. Statesidevodka.com must be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, guys, please drink responsibly. Let's yell about this Sixers team, Richie, because they lost game four. And I'm sad because Joel Embiid got hurt. Ben Simmons was in foul trouble. These refs must have like loaded cash app accounts tonight. Like I think Adam Silver might have paid them in Bitcoin with how many fouls were getting called in this game. Uh, It was the most frustrating game of basketball. I've watched Sixers play in quite some time. Yeah, it wasn't even, and it wasn't even the Sixers' fault for really. I mean, there there's a little bit of blame with, you know, depending on what you would think, whatever people would think about it. Uh, but yeah, it was. I mean, hopefully, first things first. Hopefully, Joel's okay. Uh, they did say it was a right knee soreness. It wasn't like a injury similar to like his first one. Um, Opposite leg too. The fouls, man, were just. Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah, because his first one was the left knee, and now it was the right knee in the same building, um, not on the same side of the court, or else that would have been very ironic. Uh, but um, yeah, the 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 officiating was just you know absurd. Just what thinking about what we saw and what people would want to see in a playoff game. Uh, it was very one sided. Um, you can really tell that it was really a lot toward Ben and even Dwight, um, in this game, um, Dwight just got hounded a lot for sometimes nothing. And it sounds a little biased to say, cause Dwight Howard sometimes is not the friendliest of players. He, he gets in there and he's rough when he's in the post. He's in the paint. Um, you know, his offensive foul struggles. Um, I'm surprised he actually didn't get a technical in this game um, for, like, arguing calls. So I'm actually proud of him for that. Um, <laughs> but Ben, Ben, uh, it was it was like, hey, let's harass Ben this game. Um, started really starting off the game, uh, the hack of Ben. Just, you know, 
just started right out the game. Let me tell you, let me tell you one thing, Kyle, about Hackabins. It's the most softest thing I've ever seen in my life. Intentionally, like, and it's not even like it's when they do it in crunch time, and it's even like they did it like a minute into the game. Like, as soon as the game starts, you're gonna have foul Ben Simmons and make him go to the line and make him shoot free throws, which obviously on paper in this series has not been the best. And of course, to start off the game, he missed his first two free throws, and he was, what, over 10? Over 10. 12? Something like, yeah, something absurd. And it's like, it's the softest thing, like, to do. Yes, and we're going to talk about Ben because obviously just watching this game and we just saw the uh, post-game press conference, uh, Doc was not happy, uh, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes about that topic. But it's just so ridiculous when a team intentionally – and Scott Brooks has done this before. I think it was his rookie year. Took him He's to the line so 20 fucking annoying. Yeah. And it was like – it's like – it's ridiculous. Like – like, and then in the fourth quarter in crunch time, like, we're trying to get plays done, kind of similar to what Washington's doing. And every everyone is, you know, Russell Westbrook foul, Russell Westbrook foul, Howell Neto fouled, you know, Hachimura fouls. Like, and luckily, as the game went on, he got better at free throw shooting. But, like, it's ridiculous. And it's, and it's kind of sucks to be in a situation where, you know, you're, a player, a star, a all-star player has um, inconsistencies, but I think it's just soft play. If it's uh, tactical, it's strategic. I mean, whatever Scott Brooks wants to think in his head, um, he's not a good coach anyway anymore. He did good back in the early 2010s uh, with KD and Harden and uh, Russ, but you know, he's not he's not a good coach anymore. And just doing that is just plain soft, and that's terrible. It's coaching. just loser franchise mentality, and I, I tweeted this. Every Washington, D.C. team, they're loser franchise. The Washington football team, loser franchise. The Washington Nationals, stolen and loser franchise. The Washington Wizards, welcome to the list because you're a loser franchise. And the Washington Capitals, can't really say much, but for the most part of your history, loser franchise. Like... They got, they got a couple players out of losers on that Capitals. <laughs> yeah, loser loser franchise. Like every single DC team, they they just are soft. Their loser mentality. Like Bradley Beal tonight proved his true colors of like what type of player he is. Embiid goes out and he's like smiling and cackling like he's one of the fucking uh, hyenas from The Lion King every time he makes a shot. It's like, dude, you're down three zero and you act like you're about to go to Disney World. Like you're not winning the finals. You you're winning one game in a seven game series in the opening round of the playoffs. What are you doing? Like total loser mentality. This yeah. entire Wizards team has. Rui Hachimura hits that uh, game ceiling three pointer at the end, and he's like celebrating airplane style, like he's about to hit Jet Blue. Like what are we doing? Like this team is celebrating stupid little nuanced victories that mean nothing in the grand scheme of things. And it just proves how much of a loser franchise the Washington Wizards are. I can't wait until game five on Wednesday night 
will be live for the podcast on Twitch, and the Sixers are going to blow the doors off of that team solely because it's going to be a full capacity house at Wells Fargo Center, and the Wizards did it to himself. They're tweeting out things like with Meek Mill lyrics for their final score template and everything. Like You are walking into a buzzsaw, and I hope you're ready for it. Yeah, there's one thing you don't do with Philly in general is you don't disrespect Philly. Like, Philly has – the thing is, Philly has been disrespected enough. They never are given the credit, you know. Philly is never given the credit when credit is due, even when they do things that are that have exceeded expectations. We've seen this for years. If you win a championship, if you're close to winning a championship – if you have a team that has possibilities of winning a championship, um, we've seen it with the Eagles. You know, people always disrespected the Eagles, that championship run. Um, the Sixers in recent years, because they've had chances to, you know, win titles. You know, 2019, they could have won the title. And they've never been given the credit where credit is due because everybody's focused on other things. You're focused on superstars going to other teams. You're focused on, like, you think, like, there's nuances that Philly, I don't know if Philly just doesn't have it or just people just like, hey, that's Philadelphia. Let's just hate this team every year, every team. Let's disrespect them because they're nothing. Like, they think we're nothing. So when Washington does that, which they're about to nothing anyway, you know, for being loser franchises in the nation's capital, yep. um, you know, they're going to celebrate a, a one-game win uh, elimination game at home and they're going to think that they just beat, you know, they just beat us in a game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals or NBA Finals like they just won a championship because they don't see anything better in their lives beyond this first round of a playoff series. No team in Washington except as of recently, you know, the National World Series out of luck. Uh, they And then the Capitals won a Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Basically out of luck. Um, it's just, like, the Washington football team is below average. Um, they are getting somewhat, but, you know, I won't give them credit. Um, and Washington is just, you know, they never change. They do all these things. They... Everybody thinks they're going to be these elite teams. People think, uh, you know, they have Bradley Bill. They think uh, the world is theirs. No, it's not. And then, what, like you said, they're going to go into Philly on Wednesday. Joel Embiid or not, you're going to have 20,000-plus people in the stand. In the, in the For the seats. first time since Game 6. Playoff-wise, for the first time since Game 6 of 2018 yeah. against the Raptors. Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. 
and this team and these fans are going to be hungry. Which I was We've at already... that game. <laughs> and if you've got any sneak peek at games one and two of the series, you you kind of can get the idea of that times two because it that building is going to be shaking like it's being imploded. Like and that you, building you is know the most it's- you know there's going to be celebrity invites that are going to be sitting courtside. Like, they're going to make this a whole production. Like, you know Dr. J is going to be in the building. You know every legend. You know AI is going to be there. Like, they're going to make this you're, a night to remember for Sixers fans. You're going there. Listen, they're going to do everything in their power after that loss tonight. The time they're obviously we're recording this. This will be out tomorrow. But like, they're they're making calls right now. They're doing. They're making things happen right now to make Washington make the biggest regret of their entire lives. I'll tell you what. I, I think I got to go back to. I think they were gonna try to save it for later in the playoffs, and they still might. Do you know how much the roof of the Wells Fargo Center will be blown into orbit if Triple H rings the bell? Triple H, <laughs> listen, Triple H will ring that bell. I don't know when. I don't. I don't know when if it's going to be Wednesday. If it's going to be round two against the Hawks or Knicks. If it's going to be against Brooklyn or Milwaukee in conference finals. Or if we make it, if we're lucky enough, we make the NBA Finals. Triple H will ring that bell. Oh yeah, and it's gonna, in my opinion, it's gonna be a later game in the series. It's gonna be him and Shawn Michaels. It's gonna be those two. I wouldn't necessarily say I would think it won't be a game one or two, even though we would like to sweep our opponents in these playoffs. Which, as we go along, that's not going to be the case. Um, there is going to be a game. Where Triple H and then are and I don't, I don't work for Wells Fargo, so I'm not saying that as a I yeah. like a legitimate. They're doing this, this is just prediction, like strictly predicting. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot of familiar faces in Philly ring this bell soon. You're gonna probably you're gonna probably see Allen ring this bell soon. Um, you just you had Motumbo ring the bell one day. I think you rang game one. Um. So he's off the table. You might get Meek might ring the bell one day uh, if they get Devontae and Jalen to ring it again. They probably Shit, won't they might they, they might get the cast everybody. they might get the cast of Mayor of Easttown to ring the bell with how popular that show was. For real, like, like they're just gonna come listen, in from Delco and be like, "Hey, we're here to ring the bell, guys. We're gonna ring that bell." <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna listen as they go along. Like they're gonna pick name, they're gonna get people. They're gonna get like they're gonna get who they like big names that's gonna make that building rock. It's already gonna rock. Mm-hmm. Even if they get like like this the the counter the counter service person from like the Shake Shack <laughs> and Wells Fargo Center ring the bell. That that building is gonna shake. That building's gonna rock. And again, Washington's gonna regret having to force us a game five. Going back to Philly when we just lifted these capacities because I was kind of hoping we'd save it for you know a New York mm-hmm. or a Atlanta or whoever comes out because uh, I mean right now it's looking like Atlanta because of the three and one lead. 
but Washington is going to get that little bit of a sneak peek so they can um, run off back to Washington and get scared like they usually are because they usually get the crap out of the Wizards because the Wizards stink. With Bradley Beal, with Dobbs Berton, who's a fraud, uh, Russell Westbrook, who's a fraud, um, Howell Neto, who's the biggest stooge in the league, um, your three-headed center monster, Terrible. Your, your mascot-hating Robin Lopez, your Daniel Gafford, <laughs> I don't know, Alex Len, who, I don't know, but they're going to regret so going back to <laughs> It's so bad. Dude. And they're going to re- they're gonna regret it. Freaking, <laughs> I have two points. One on the game <laughs> and one on somebody. Russell Westbrook stinks. Like, I don't know what, like, I think, like, he left all of his powers in Oklahoma City because he absolutely stinks. Like, he had a triple-double tonight, and he, he might as well count it as a quadruple-double because of how many shot attempts he had. He had 19 shot attempts, so he was 3 of 19 shooting, and he somehow got a triple-double. He is the biggest stat-padding like lunatic I've ever seen. All he wants is stats. He just wants to be number one all-time in triple-doubles. He, he truly adds nothing to a win or a loss, and that was proven tonight because his stats tonight, Richie, his final stats, Russell Westbrook, 19 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists in 42 minutes. His plus-minus was a zero. <laughs> <laughs> plus-minus was a zero. Russell Westbrook is so bad. Like he's so he's such a bad basketball player now. I don't know what happened, but my goodness, he stinks. All he does is yell at the refs to get calls. Yeah, he does it. Yeah, he was as in the words of all and I Allah tonight, he was really lobbying to the refs. Yeah. Like everything. Like a lot of it was on Ben. And that's why Ben tonight i mean i believe someone maybe was on the way i'm not sure when he was going to the rim um it's just russell russell westbrook is a stat patter in his career mm-hmm. and what it how old is he like 30 something he's he's not he's like he no 30s he's not he's not like 32 like 33 right 32 32 yeah he's 32 he he knows that he's never going to win a championship in his career anymore you had three opportunities, three or four opportunities with OKC because yeah. you had Kevin Durant, you had James Harden, definitely the one, James, uh, a young James Harden. So like James, uh, James Harden was in his peak, like in his like Houston Rockets prime. He could, de- or even his Brooklyn Nets uh, season that he's having right now, they probably could have won a championship. Um, he definitely could have won. They blew a three-one lead in 2016. Um, they could have won a championship. And probably be uh, Cleveland. Um, he's had his opportunities, and then he was supposed to win a championship with Houston um, with Russell Westbrook. Nothing happened because uh, Mike D'Antoni wanted to uh, run a small ball offense, and Daryl, lovely soul Daryl, um, got his mind washed into doing small ball, and then everybody thought that he was a micro ball guy. And you remember he was like. People were like, oh, Joel Embiid's going to get traded if he's a small ball guy. And look what ended up happening. He's the first season in the East. Um, and he's an MVP caliber player this year. But the point is, 
he's a stunt. He's a stat stuffer because he's obviously, as you said, he's not contributing to a winning team. Like, if you put him on a team that had a point guard that contributed, or even a guard that contributed, but like you had the pieces around you, great coaching, you know, great front office, great bench pieces, great role players, a center, like, like they like I truly believe that if they weren't on the Wizards, I mean Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, if they were on other team with a 76er style team. But see, Bradley Beal I doesn't mean, want to go anywhere could, because but, I mean if Russ, Bradley Beal doesn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. That's why he hasn't demanded yeah. a trade because he's content with being mediocre. Yeah. So, but if you put even if it's not them, if you put a Bradley Beals type player mm-hmm. who's an all-star who can score like nuts, he can he's top two in scoring a, every year, like and you put him with that, but you have other pieces around you. I mean, okay, it's kind of like having a Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is more effective and he could do more things to do. But yeah, he at this point he's a 32-year-old stat stuffer. He's more worried about triple doubles because obviously he accomplished that feat this year, uh, beating uh, the Big O in triple doubles. Um, they call—I mean, he is Mister Triple Double. That's all he does. You're not. Yeah. He, they're, they got like I honestly believe they got lucky getting into any kind of playoff thing. Point zero four per, point four percent chance. It was. Yeah, they they. Because I I don't even know what hit, hit that team. I don't know if steroids hit it, and they just got lucky, and they won all these games. But yeah, I don't know. This team that yeah. team is a weird team. They definitely they yeah. That's that's all I can say. They're the worst. Uh, what's even worse than the Wizards is these dumbass fans that think they can just like throw things at players, and now tonight have one try to storm the court to prove that he just can't jump. Fan tried to run on the court tonight, and <laughs> the the security guard that stopped him, uh, there's, there's a place on Pennsylvania Avenue where you're at, pal. You might get a pay raise if you go work there um, because that guy would not have let January 6th happen, that's for sure, because uh, he was quick to jump on that dude and i just don't understand i like i can't think of any other time in my 27 and a half years of being on this planet that we've had this many fan incidents in the span of what like a week They get the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Yeah, because when did the, the Westbrook thing happen? On Wednesday, yeah, that it was like Wednesday. game one or game two, and then and then it was it was the Westbrook thing happened, and the Trey Young incident happened in one night, and then 
Kyrie's incident happened yesterday. Yep. And then today. And then tonight. <laughs> and tonight, the guy that dressed like he was a super fan for the Washington football team stormed the stormed the floor. Um, and I don't listen. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was trying to imitate Dwight because he tried to block a shot on the backboard. He couldn't even reach the tip of the bottom of it. Um, but I mean, kudos to that uh, that officer, that security guard that was there because who knows? And then it, I think it was very funny because the, the camera p- spanned over and they already caught the guy on the floor mm-hmm. and Dwight Howard just walks up to the guy and he just looks at him. <laughs> I'm very curious to what Dwight said to this guy because I mean, Dwight's a funny guy. I love Dwight as a person. Um, he's a, a kind-hearted person. I never met him, but he is, like, I feel like he would have said something to make it, like, funny in the moment. Like, I just want to know what he said. Because he definitely looked at him. I don't know if he just looked at him to just be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, give him a look, or if he said something, I'm just... As our former colleague and, friend, just... and friend of the pod, Brooke Destra, tweeted, the dude's outfit explained it all. He looked like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I saw that. And then it I was... don't know if you saw, there's the picture of the dude like getting tackled or he was already on the ground. And then in the background, Tyrese Maxey is just standing there and he's like, <laughs> like <laughs> jaw wide open. It was hilarious. Like I, I was dying. Like, I just don't understand. Like you let fans back in and somehow they just don't know how to act like the we've had four like we're about to have a starting five of moron fans in the nba playoffs it is absolutely absurd the way that fans are just like being this entitled and acting like absolute morons and also any of you idiots that are tweeting about Kyrie going and like stepping and scuffing his foot on the celtics logo piss off like the, the logo doesn't isn't real it's a cartoon leprechaun grow up <laughs> I love I love how people have felt entitled the last 24 hours and they've tried to stick up for a cartoon mascot that's on a court and I think it was very funny it was like there was a there was a tweet and it was like when people have when people are getting upset about a lepre- Kyrie stomping on a leprechaun when it's been literally been run over for the past two hours <laughs> like like, listen, that's the point of the playoffs. Like, you, like people, like people like me, who's a normal fan, and I tend to watch all these games, and I like to watch the storylines of these games. Like, you want to see emotion in these players in these times. Like, Kyrie has gone back to a former team in like an arena, and he wanted to prove a point because they were booing him the last three days they said he stunk they chanted he sucks and he dropped 39 points play his heart out on that game um and if he wants to provide a little emotion provide a little more energy or more of a storyline or a narrative to the series let this guy do that yep. and this dude who looked like uh what's his name peyton pritchard yeah peyton pritchard um, wild for that one <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know how quickly he went up there and changed it to a Kevin Garnett jersey, and and that's that's literally. And I think the the guy is what twenty one years old. Uh, yeah, and ESPN also from big old games. big old knock on ESPN and Sports Center. 
like have a little decency to just double check what you tweet before you send tweet. Because I woke up this morning, was looking, had ESPN pop up with like the details that Buddy got arrested, was being charged with battery and aggravated assault and blah, 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 blah. They listed the kid's name as Cole Beasley. So you go and look and Cole Beasley, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, is probably getting a bazillion tweets at him. Like, obviously, people just trying to have a sense of humor, but like, that's something that somebody who is a professional athlete does not need to deal with already. We're already having a professional athlete deal with bullshit that they don't have to deal with here. And then the tweet gets deleted, and then Sports Center tweets out the correct name. And then it's like, nah, fam, you already said it was Colby. Like, have a little integrity to double check your tweets and double check your source of like, somebody's name it's not that hard that's why you guys should be paying attention to everything we do here at underground sports philadelphia because we're about being right not first yeah it's definitely that's definitely a bad um terrible um even i don't even know it's not a call but it's like it's not even a typo it's just like it's 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 definitely poor journalism it's it's definitely an integrity uh cracking you know kind of situation because like how do you like that's kind of a big deal yeah like you're ha- like this is a week less than a week of fan uh fans almost assaulting or they are assaulting yeah basketball players and with people are like ah it's been like listen it's been 15 months i like we've all been weirdly enough it's boat. all east yeah. coast too yeah it's like, listen, I know it's been 15 months. You guys are excited, but they're like, why do you have to like do things? Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to spit on people during a pandemic? It's disgusting. Why it's is disgusting. your mask off? Why is your mask off in an indoor like venue with like 15,000 people? Why are you doing this? Why are you throwing water bottles and trying to listen? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know right now. If it doesn't happen, I will be absolutely shocked. Malice in the Palace Part Two is gonna happen. If this stuff doesn't stop, Malice in the Palace Part Two is going to happen. It's a matter of time. It looked like it almost happened last night in Boston. Yeah, I thought it was like, gonna happen with Russell Westbrook. Got all out, of them. If Russell. Like, see, the thing is, I think the Trey Young thing, he didn't really notice until, like, yeah, I guess later on. So, like, he didn't do anything because he could have definitely just turned around and smacked the crap out of the guy. He's right there. He's right there. Um, if if Russ was able to break away from the security guards and if Tyler Johnson get it and Kyrie didn't get held back by security, no, it, it, why would I not be shocked that it wouldn't happen? Like it's just insane. I, like I just don't understand the the thought process of these four yeah. humans that are just like, yeah, we're gonna do that. Like, although like the guy tonight didn't hurt anybody, didn't assault anybody. Like in the world we live in, running on a court like that. Like I don't know if you saw the video. There's a a wide angle view. I thought he was. I thought the dude came from like behind the the net. Yeah. No. Buddy ran from half court down the steps and jumped onto the court and ran up and tapped the backboard. I was like, 
One, how did the security guards on that side not catch him? Two, like, what just goes through your mind to say, yeah, I'm going to do this? Like, I just don't understand it. You're banned from the arena for life now. You've got a criminal record because you're going to get charged with everything that they're going to throw at you. It's It just blows my mind that, like, after not being at games for as long as fans haven't been at games outside of a, a couple instances, like, just grow up and learn how to act. Like, if you if you can't act like a decent human being, you shouldn't be out in public. And I saw a tweet tonight, and I it's it's crazy to even think about. But if shit like this keeps happening, like, does the NBA just say, yeah, we're not going to have fans? Like, unless you're like a season ticket holder yes, or something yeah. like it, it's crazy. It's absolutely absurd. It's absurd. They're going to have to and put an electric fence up to protect what, everybody. What? <laughs> <laughs> they, they might. <laughs> I listen. Um, who said it? It was, I think it was Stephen. I, he was on, he was talking about it and it was, and I believe LeBron tweeted about it. And they were, I believe they're right. They sh like just as much as they expose players for certain things that they do, you know, if they go, they break protocol, if they do this, if they do something, if they assault somebody, you know, they're all over the, all over the news and media that these fans should be in the same situation. There shouldn't be a, like a protection over fans. Yep. Like, cause there needs to be, there needs to be accountability because we like, let us see who the idiot is who just don't pop corner bus or whatever head for no reason. Who's the guy that just threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving? Who's the guy who spit on Trey Young? It's like, like I want to know who the guy is that just ran on this court. Like, who is yeah. he? Who is this guy? So we can publicly shame him. And he and he's gonna get shamed. He's gonna get shamed. His face is everywhere. If you go on Twitter somewhere, Keith Pompey has a video as a couple of him getting cuffed there, of of this guy getting cuffed, getting tackled, getting like getting uh, walked away. Like, look at this guy. Take screenshots and share. Like this dude is a buffoon, and he doesn't deserve to be. Um, he's not a good person. Like. You, that, that's it's just so dumb and it's like and all these events and it's not like this happened like now if there were four events and it's happened in the span of like a season or something like throughout the playoffs itself even then it's a lot but it's happened in the matter of roughly than a week. five days yeah literally a work week it's just, it's for real like we're like but, I said, we're listen. on the brink of having a starting five of Stooge fans. We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network.
What are we at? Four? We have We're four. four. Homeboy that che- who stormed the court looked like the center. Um, like Peyton all Pritchard that looked to- like it was the point guard. All that tonight for that guy to run out on the court to one, get publicly embarrassed in front of that arena, and two, get publicly embarrassed on social media and prove to the world that you just don't know how to jump. Yeah. Like, what but do you get out of that, like, satisfaction-wise? In... I do want to know. I know, like, what you said. I do want to know what Dwight said. He got he got embarrassed in many different facets today. And if if it's a drinking... Listen, I, I don't even know where it, this would even start. If it's a, like, a intoxicated thing. If it's a poor sense of judgment. If this is a moral thing. If this is, like, an intentional thing... I honestly don't I don't know, but it's curious to see what is going on in these kids' heads. It makes no sense. And like you said, it it seems like it's all kids because from the last couple of of ones we've seen, I'm pretty sure have been like twenty one year olds. Yeah, it's all it's like twenty. It's not like it's an old guy. It's not like the dude that, you know, flipped off Russell Westbrook like three years ago. Um, and he was like, and he's like fifties or sixties. These are like young, like younger, not kids, but like they're younger adults, young adults. Like they're in their twenties. Like the dude, the dude at the, the cell, I think the Celtics kid was like 21, 21. He kind of looked like he was like a, he looked like a troll 14 year old that goes on Twitter and just, you know, talks all yeah. the smoke. Tatum's um, world. But Tatum's world, or yeah, whatever, or you know, Prime Smart Burner, you know, Prime Jalen, <laughs> Pritchard season. <laughs> he probably is Pritchard season. Probably absolute losers. Like if you're going to a game, enjoy the game. Don't go on the court. Stay in your seat. Don't throw things. It's not a zoo. Kevin Durant said that. Like. And, and I loved that, it's that quote. It's, it's not a circus. You're going to a game to enjoy your team, allegedly your team. Play a game. Act the way you're supposed to act. Don't act like a total stooge and buffoon and ruin it for the rest of everyone. And and that's that's one more thing I was going to talk about, say about this. It doesn't, and it's not even the fact that like you're embarrassing yourself as is. That's on you. But you're the thing is you're making a fan base look bad. Yep. And in the media, like of course fans know. Like we 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 saw it on Wednesday when the popcorn incident happened. Like everybody, you know, people were like, "We do not condone this." You know, fans were like, "We don't condone this. He's not one of us." You know, he's we don't accept him. Like, we don't take pride in him. But, you know, the media, you know, blows things out of proportions. And, you know, the media already hates Philly as it is. People hate Philly as it is. If you're looking at other fan bases, like, Philly fans know the truth. Like, they're like, okay, we don't accept that guy for doing that because it's wrong. But when you go to other fan bases, if you go to Brooklyn or you go to uh, Los Angeles or Miami, they're going to think that we're – everybody's like that. And, like, and it's not right because these – stinking losers are making a bad rep of this. I'm going to crack just... you up hardcore right now. 
our guy Harrison, who I'm going to Boston with this coming weekend. So stay tuned for all the vlogs. We're going to Boston to cover the PLL. Uh, he just tweeted, Wizards dropped some heat with their new jerseys. and like the sweating, like red face tongue out emoji. And this is what he tweeted. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like the rest day. It was kind of like a, you know, it's kind of, they might as well should have just wore the refs and had whistles and basically caught every foul. Literally. It, it was absurd. Like, uh, I I want to know if Adam Silver paid them in Bitcoin, though. I'm curious, or if it was Dogecoin. I don't know if he's if he's like one of those Mark Cuban kind of people that you can pay for tickets with a, you know, cryptocurrency. You know, <laughs> depends on how for real. Depends on how Adam Silver is. You know, with making his money because you know he likes making that money, big time. But yeah, yeah it's just. But there was what was the, there was one more thing about the Sixers today, and it was kind of something that we just saw. It was Doc Rivers um, in his post game presser, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of saw this some places online where people were like, "You should have benched Ben Simmons at the time. He's not making free throws and being clutch. You know, put Maxi in there or whatnot." And Doc lost his mind i don't know if you have seen it i seen like a little snippet doc was not he didn't want any he didn't want anything to do with basically anything about ben simmons because you know people were asking about it because you know like hey doc you know ben simmons you know shot this of this from the free throw line or because this is the thing and he said and he was like he was like, if you think I, he deserved to be benched in a time of need and he's one of our star players and you don't know basketball or it's like, and it's like, and here's the issue. And he's been pointing this out and he's absolutely right. I mean, me and you aren't big. We aren't the Ben Simmons slayers of Philly sports talk. Like there's people that absolutely destroy Ben Simmons at times. Yeah, don't, they, I don't understand them. It's like. And he's like, you guys do not appreciate what you have. Yep. Like, and the thing is, everybody talks about it. And we, everybody knows the shooting thing, the free throw shooting, the elbow jumpers, the perimeter game. If he does this, he's the next LeBron James. You know, we've heard all this crap, but it's the truth. And Doc, and I believe Doc with everything. Like, I trust Doc with everything. And it's like, People truly do not get what they have. They do not understand the essence of you have what talent you have. Because 14-year-olds on Twitter or some of these people that absolutely hate Ben Simmons, they're going to, you know, they're gonna talk all the talk, but like they don't know the truth and they don't like they don't appreciate what they have. They're all focused on the shooting. They believe that, you know, that's the people are like, oh, well, the Sixers can't get far. They can't beat Brooklyn. They can't beat Milwaukee or anything because Ben Simmons can't shoot a jump shot. And they think they think a jump shot's going to save the day. But when you think of his shot creation, his defensive game, uh, his ability to guard one through five, um, 
his um, opening of three-point shooting. It's just like people like he does so many facets, and just people do not understand. And it's just like it's so ridiculous and it's stupid that even though it's five years into his career, yes, he's not a good three-point shooter. No, he does not shoot a jump shot on a regular basis. He tech he does when he has like two seconds left in a in a game that means nothing because the game's already over and it's an overtime game and like the game's won by like six by like Milwaukee and he shoots a three pointer like it doesn't do anything like stuff like that. It's it's just so stupid because it's like okay so so what like get over it. Think of the defense because you have a defensive player of the year finalist on your team. You don't appreciate that, even though some people do. You have a guy that's opening up your offense completely who's not just like Joel, even though Joel runs the offense, it is his offense. He opens it for all the spacing on every player. It's just so it's just it's just mind-boggling. And Doc has a reason to be frustrated. Like it's a conversation that's been happening for years. Brett Brown never handled it. He just ignored it. He said these soliloquies of nonsense. And Doc now gives you the truth. And people just, like, he's a treasure. Doc said it. And I believe it. He is. Because if you traded him away, how would this team actually still be, even though you have Joel Embiid and you have all these players, you're getting rid of a defensive juggernaut, an elite superstar defender. It's just... Mind-boggling. I'll say this. If Embiid's back on Wednesday, which hopefully he is and hopefully everything checks out and things are going smooth, I think Ben hits a three on Wednesday. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week, and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. I think it's it's bound to happen. And I think what better way for it to happen than in a closeout game against this team that has done nothing but act like a bunch of entitled losers uh, and in front of a sold-out crowd, that if Ben hits a three in front of a sold-out crowd at Wells Fargo Center in a closeout game, like that place is going to burn to the ground. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, so I mean, I would, I might even bet that Ben Simmons is going to hit a three on Wednesday. Um, but just close it out and finish off these losers and send them packing and let them go to Cancun. Not even that. Just go, just go down the block somewhere. Go to the National Mall or something and just chill out there for the next six months till the season starts. Like you don't even total deserve frauds. Copies. Total frauds. Uh, speaking of total frauds, <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies make me want to just shove my head through a brick wall. 
They lose 11 to 1 on Monday to the Reds. They got absolutely embarrassed by the Tampa Bay Rays after that Marlins series. And I don't know what it's going to take for this team, but they are going to waste the primes of every key player on this roster. Joe Girardi, I continue. We said it on Wednesday show, like we are continuing to lose faith in this guy. He he truly is just like overthinking things. He seems like a guy that the Phillies hired because he was the flashy name, the successful name, even though he was out of baseball and he just doesn't want to manage. So he's like doing everything he can to get out of here. It is mind boggling how bad this team is and how good they should be because one, the division stinks Two, they have the talent and three, it's just the little things that are just absolutely mind numbing that they do wrong every single game. I just can't wrap my head around it. I don't know what it's going to take for this team to get fixed, but right now I can't even watch them. Like it's not entertaining at all. And I say it time and time again on this podcast. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Phillies fan. They are my number one team in Philadelphia when it comes to just entertainment and watching. I I just, I automatically know now that like, unless Zach Wheeler's pitching, they're going to lose until further notice. Like Aaron Noll is in a slump. This team can't hit. They're injured. It, It is just a mess right now. The month of May was a nightmare. And if they don't turn it around in June, they're going to be sellers rather than buyers. They need to figure it out quick. Otherwise, they're going to just not be in the playoffs yet again. And we said this again on Wednesday, too. Like, you don't want to be in the same breath as the Seattle Mariners when it comes to the playoffs. The Phillies right now are in the same breath as the Seattle Mariners. They are the longest playoff drought team in the National League. Second longest playoff drought team in Major League Baseball behind the Seattle Mariners. They need to figure their shit out, and if they don't, I don't know what I'm going to do because you're wasting Bryce Harper, you're wasting JT Romuto, you're wasting Reese Hoskins, you're wasting Aaron Nola, you're wasting Zach Wheeler, you're wasting Didi Gregorius, you're wasting the final bits and pieces of Andrew McCutcheon, I, and you know you have a guy who, who committed a, a domestic violence against his, his girlfriend still on this roster. It, th- this team has a laundry list of issues that need to be fixed, and I don't know where they begin, but Joe Girardi needs to get his head out of his ass and stop playing these veterans that stink right now. Play a guy like Nick Maton, who is raking whenever he, he steps to the plate, plays decent defense, which this team stinks at. They need to figure it out, or I might not have a beard by the time September comes because I'm going to yank it out from frustration and anger. They need to they need to get their shit together. That's the reason you brought Dave Dombrowski in here. And like Matt said, you need to figure out if you're going to dive headfirst into the pool or determine why the hell you put the bathing suit on because that's where this team is at right now, and it is so frustrating for fans. I'm sure it's frustrating for these players that are on the roster. And it's certainly frustrating from a standpoint of what the hell are we doing spending money on these free agent players if you're not going to go out and go over the tax, go and do what it takes to win. I'm just sick of it, and I'm sick of the losing. I'm sick of the the halfway in, halfway out mentality. Something needs to be done, and something needs to be done quick. Some shakeups need to happen. Don't know where, don't know when, but it needs to be soon. Otherwise, you're going to lose the fan base yet again, and that's John Middleton's worst nightmare.
Yeah, I think I saw a stat the other day that the Phillies ranked 20th in runs a game. Um, I agree 100%. It's like, and, recent, and this whole week has been Joe Girardi, um, you know, being pain in the butt, you know. I think he doesn't want to tell any information anymore to the media because of a comp- competitive advantage, you know, kind of like college. He sounds like a college football coach. He sounds like Lincoln Riley at the moment, thinking competitive advantage. It's it, grow up, competitive advantage. So this is a major. So, like, one way or another, you're going to find out something that the team doesn't want you to know. It's not good. I mean, of course, nothing extreme as like, you know, Houston cheating. Um, but it's like you, you're absolutely right. I mean, Bryce has a what, 12 year contract, 10 year contract? 13 years. He's got 10 years left. Thir- so, so 13 years, and you've wasted three of these 13 years so far. You've made the, z- you're, you've made the playoffs zero times yep. out of at least two years, and it's looking like you're going to miss it for the third straight year. Or third year of Bryce Harper's realm. You just signed JT Rumuto, which is phenomenal, but now you're starting to waste his time. You just signed DD to two years. You're wasting his time now. You have Reese, who's playing pretty pretty well this year. Thank God we have him time. over this stretch. Yeah. Yeah. You have Aranola, who's one of the best aces in the league, who can be one of the best aces in the league. You're wasting his time. Zach Wheeler wasting his time. Uh, again, what you said, whatever's left of Andrew McCutcheon, wasting his time. You're wasting everybody's time in this roster, even the uh, Alec Bohm. You're mm-hmm. wasting Alec Bohm's time. Uh, Gene Segura, if he's still pretty, if he's still decent, you're wasting. Yep. You're like, like I can name every player on that roster. You're wasting their time. Like, it's just, it's so ridiculous. And if Joe, and if Joe doesn't want to be the coach. Okay, see you at the end of the season. Get fired, resign, quit. I mean, I feel like the recent years, every coach that we've had has been an utter failure. Yep. If it's Gabe Kapler, Gabe Kapler's here, and then he <laughs> and then he leaves, and then he goes and makes the playoffs last year, and he's on the verge of making it this year. Like, the Giants are phenomenal this year from what I'm – They're one of the best on, teams in baseball this year. They're one of the best teams in baseball run by Gabe Kapler, a Phillies coach. Who Which I'll say it again. Into- I said it at the time. It was not Gabe Kapler's fault that the Phillies struggled when he was here. Did he make mistakes? Sure. But it was not his entire fault. And they fired the wrong people. Because I'm sure if Gabe Kapler was here, he'd be getting the most out of this, these players here. He knows how to motivate people. And... Uh, I I will blame him for things, but he was not the overall end-all, be-all issue with that Phillies team for the two years he was here. Yeah, it's just it just I don't I mean they're they're I feel like you cannot blame the players at all. You cannot like I don't see. I mean if it's if it's assistant coaching, if it's pitching coaches, because the bullpen once again like they started phenomenal the bullpen, and then all of a sudden they back they fell back to normal like. Typical years, um, it, you're twentieth in runs. So defensively, they're hitting, horrendous. Your offense, something's wrong with your defense. If it's your pitching, if it's your fielding, whatever it is, that's not working. They can't um, hit. It, 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 it's, it's, ev- it's everything. It's everything, and it starts from the top. It, it starts from Middleton. 
And Middleton has had this issue from what I what you've been telling me and from what I've been seeing for the past couple of years is he just it's just it just he just wants to do his thing and he doesn't give a hoot what happens because he's John Middleton, he has all this money in the world, he doesn't want to let go. Like he needs to let go. There's people that need to let go from this from this franchise. And Dombrowski, it's his first year. There's still time to evaluate right now. It's only his first year. But you brought Dombrowski to help this team win now. This team can win now. This team has been the capability to win now the past three years with this roster. You've had JT. You've had Bryce. You have McCutcheon. You've had Hoskins. You had Nola. Uh, you signed Gregorius last year. Um, you didn't have bone like these, like these three years have been e- like perfect opportunities. And especially this year where the NL East is a team is a, uh, is a division that should have been kind of similar to the NFC West in football. The NFC West of MLB turns out to be the, one of the crappiest ones, uh, kind of like the NFC East of the NLB. And it's just nothing is right. It's just, it just, you have these, all these perfect opportunities. Like you have a world championship team that's kind of stinking at the moment. Like capitalize on these, capitalize on the team that you have. Like you should not be stinking. This team isn't built to stink. This team right now they are in World Series. Right now they're built to just fail. Because they don't know what to do, and if they don't figure it out quick, they're going to be back home on their on their asses watching the playoffs yet again uh, for the the tenth straight year. Like they haven't made the playoffs since twenty eleven, and it, it is just beyond it, frustrating. They need to figure it out. Yeah, it's they got to figure something out. If it's if it's Joe, if it's Middleton, um. If it is Dombrowski, I mean, you can't blame Plentek anymore because obviously he's not in his role. Um, it's something. I don't – it's not a player – I'm not pointing fingers at players. Obviously, they have no control over decisions and coaching and whatnot. But something needs to get fixed, and it needs to happen soon because this team is going down the gutter once again this year. Yep, and uh, you guys can vent your frustrations. Uh, tweet at us. Follow us on social media at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castarina. Follow Richie on Twitter at RichieRiv23. Make sure you guys check out the website, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And make sure you guys subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our family of podcasts, on your favorite podcast app if it is apple podcast leave those five star ratings and reviews let us know how you feel about the sixers going into game five with a packed wells fargo center on the horizon let us know what you want this phillies team to do if it's blow it up if it's just figure something out fire people whatever it may be let us know in the apple podcast reviews if you leave it as a review we'll read it on the show five stars only because we have standards we know you do too and we know they're five stars you can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And we'll be back Wednesday night 
twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Follow the Twitch channel so you know when we go live right at tip off with the Sixers. I'm pretty sure it'll be a seven o'clock tip off. Uh, we'll have you covered for that, that first hour of the game live on Twitch, talking all things Sixers and Phillies and everything else in between. So make sure you guys follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. So you don't miss a second of the action. And of course, big thank you to our sponsors, main auto LLC, douche arms, pro foot security, 21 security systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Of course, our friends at Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. TomahawkShades.com. You get 25% off with our code USP at checkout. And of course, free domestic shipping on all orders. Manscaped.com. You get 20% off free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls. And Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Go get those vodka sodas. Celebrate the summer in style. The vodka sodas are here. And you can also use our code USP to get 10% off the one liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to purchase and to enjoy. Of course, guys, please drink responsibly. And by the time you guys are listening to this, we'll have a new sponsor announcement for you. New sponsor coming as of June 1st. So be excited. Get ready. We're going into the summer styling. Get ready. It's going to be a, a, a very fun summer for us here in the underground. Uh, but that's all we got for you guys. We'll catch you guys on Wednesday. For Richie, I'm KB. We are signing off. Peace. <laughs>